This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight we are talking about my favorite topic of all time, the one that we never want to talk about, but that we all need to talk about, and that's emotions. And frankly, what's the deal with emotions? Like, aside from complicating relationships and keeping haagen in business, what's the point of them? And that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight. So why is this important? It's important because your emotions are meant to be a really elegant and complex feedback mechanism, a communication device that connects your instinctual self to your thinky, thinking mental realm self. And when we ignore our emotions, when we try to stuff them down or tune them out, we are turning off that connection to the part of us that is connected to everything else. Your emotions are meant to convey specific information. They're meant to prompt action. And so instead of listening to them and then doing something, we instead focus all our energy on trying to shut them up and not have to do anything. And that can lead to a lot of nasty stuff, including that two by four to the face that the universe likes to show up when you ignore its messages. Because the reality is, is that your emotions are the bridge. You know, I have my online course, Bridging the Gap. I have my Bridging the Spiritual Gap. Why do I call it that? It's because the gap between the spiritual world and the physical world must be bridged by means of your emotional self. You cannot think your way into that connection. So I'll remind you, we exist, you exist on four realms. You, of course, have the physical realm. That's the easy one. We all know that one. That's the one that we can sense with our five senses. So anything you can see, smell, taste, touch, and hear is part of the physical realm. You have your emotional realm. This is where our emotions live. And this is associated with the part of the psyche called the unconscious mind, which is fancy for everything that's out of your awareness. You have your mental self, that's the thinky, thinky plates, that's the part that's connected to your conscious mind, it's the one that loves to ask why. It's the one that thinks that it can understand emotions without having to feel emotions, and that's where a lot of us get stuck. And then, of course, there's the spiritual realm. This is all the energy outside of us that we can interact with and connect with through the outlet of our higher self. And this is something I talk about in the podcast called Four Realms Through You. So feel free to go check that out and get caught up if you need to. So we have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. Great. What does that mean? Your conscious mind's anything you're aware of. So chances are right now you're aware of the sound of my voice. And if you're live in circle tonight, you're likely aware of this beautiful circle in this wonderful color. And you may not be aware of the sensation of your feet on the floor or tucked up under you or wherever you are. Only now that I mentioned your feet, you're probably noticing your feet. (laughs) See a lot of heads nodding in circle tonight. So where was that information a moment ago? Your nerve endings, your neurons are firing. It's picking up the data, but it's out of your awareness because, I mean, it doesn't matter. You pay attention to the sensation of your feet, you're probably going to miss the wall and walk into it, right? So all that information is being processed by your body, and it only comes up into your awareness if it matters. The rest of the time, it stays in the unconscious mind, and that just means anything that's outside of your awareness. 
Now your unconscious mind is associated with the older, more reptilian parts of the brain. It is symbolic. It deals in pictures. It is the part of us that is our instinctual self. And so it developed first on the evolutionary track. And then at one point, we started to have this higher thinking self, this conscious awareness, this knowledge that we exist, this knowledge of our I am. And these two parts of us needed to figure out a way to communicate with each other. And that's what emotions are meant to be. Your emotions are the language of your unconscious mind. And if you remember back from earlier podcasts and circles, your unconscious mind is the speaker through which your higher self gives you guidance. And so your emotions are messengers from your higher self delivered to you through your own unconscious mind, which is amazing, except that your unconscious mind is also where you hide all the garbage and crap you don't want to deal with, all the stuff you don't like about yourself, all the emotions you don't want to have to feel or, or deal with. And so when that information comes through from the universe and gets filtered up through your unconscious mind, it's also being filtered through all your traumas, which is why we want to make sure we're cleaning that up. Now, your unconscious mind does some stuff for you. It obviously makes sure that your heart is beating and you don't have to remember to take a breath because I don't know about you, if I can't remember to hit record on a podcast, I'd probably turn blue. <laughs> so I need my unconscious mind to run my body, to run my immune system, to run my autonomic nervous system. But in addition to all those things, some of the tasks that your unconscious mind does is it stores your memories and it organizes them. So we know it stores them because we don't have them in our awareness all the time because that would be terrible. And we know it organizes them because somehow we know the difference between two weeks ago or two years ago or five years ago. Some memories just seem older and that's because we have this organizational system. Your unconscious mind also has a mechanism where it will repress memories that have any unresolved negative emotions. So let's say you're going along in life and something big happens, something that is really hard to deal with and brings on a tidal wave of emotions, something like a pandemic. We have all these emotions happening. And if we held on to all those emotions at the moment, we'd shut down we'd break down, we'd lock down. And since your unconscious mind's number one job above all else is to keep you safe, it can't let that happen. And so it devised a system. It takes those emotions out of your awareness. It hides them from you in your unconscious mind, in your shadow self, so that you can function, you know, get on with your life. You can do what you need to do to get through the difficult situation, but it's not meant to stay in your shadow permanently. It's not meant to never be dealt with. You're meant to come back to it. And so your unconscious mind puts like a pin in it. And says, okay, we're going to come back to this. Only we never do. Because what we say are things like, oh, I just got over it. Oh, I just put it out of my mind. And I'm always like, that's amazing. Where did it go? Did magic fairies come and take it? No. If you're not aware of it, that doesn't mean it's gone. It just means you've hidden it from yourself. Now, since these emotions are so important, we also have a backup system. And that means that every once in a while, your unconscious mind will present these memories, present these emotions up into your awareness so you can actually do something about them. How it works is let's say something happens in the present moment that's somewhat similar to all those little pins that you've been putting in over your life because you didn't want to deal with your emotions. And it's somehow similar to a bunch of those. And your unconscious mind's like, perfect. You know what? Maybe this time they're going to get the information they need. Let's throw all of it up to the surface and resolve it all at once. Kind of get like a two for one deal. And so something small happens in the moment and you have this huge emotional reaction. And we call that a trigger. 
And a trigger means your unconscious mind is functioning exactly as it should. I'm going to say that one again. If you have triggers in your life, it means your unconscious mind is functioning exactly as it should. We tend to think that the problem is that we have triggers and that the goal is to never have a trigger ever or learn to just manage them. And that's not the reality. These triggers exist because your unconscious mind is giving you opportunities to clear some stuff out, to make some space so that you're not constantly shoving things in. Think of it like when we moved into this house, um, our basement was no man's land and anything that didn't fit anywhere else in the house got shoved into the basement. And when we do that enough, we eventually run out of space and things get cluttered and it gets dusty and moldy and cobwebby. Avoid doing that to yourself because that's what a lot of us do. And finally, your unconscious mind will preserve your body in spite of your behavior. So let's say you're someone who's really good at being rational, who's really good at thinking things through and often can find the why. Let's say you're really good at that, but to the point where you never really feel emotions and it's starting to get really cluttered and cobwebby down there. Well, that's dangerous. Your unconscious mind has to get your attention. And so if it needs to take you out with dis-ease, with illness, with pain. Pain means pay attention. Pain means you ignored your unconscious mind and your emotions so long that they solidified into the physical realm. And there are books and books and books that will tell you what different pains, what different disease is related to what emotions. My favorite book is by Lise Bourbeau and it's called Your Body is Telling You Love Yourself. And those of you who've been to my workshops know my affinity for this book. It is always only within an arm reach of me um, because it is fantastic. And so your emotions are meant to be a communication mechanism that gives you feedback. If you are having positive emotions, chances are you are having positive thoughts that led to it, which probably means the information went through a filter that's working well for you. If you are feeling a lot of negative emotions, it likely means you are out of alignment somewhere and your thoughts aren't lining up with who you know yourself to be. And so your emotions are meant to give you feedback on that. So they are the language of your unconscious mind and they give you important information about your internal state and they are meant to prompt action. I want to say that one again. Your emotions are meant to prompt action. They are meant to motivate you to do something. You're not supposed to just be like, oh, I feel sad. I guess I just have to sit in sadness. You're supposed to listen to the message and then take some action. We'll talk about in a moment what each emotion means. But first, I want to back up and talk about kind of the categorization of emotions because we get this really messed up. So we tend to think that emotions are either good and bad. So I have good emotions like love and excitement and joy. And I have bad emotions like anxiety and sadness and anger. Boo. That's actually not true. It's actually more like this. All emotions are amazing. Some just feel like crap. Ta-da. All emotions are wonderful because they are communication from your unconscious mind, which is getting information through your higher self. It is feedback about your energy around you and your alignment with it. So all emotions are wonderful. Some just feel kind of garbagey. Some feel icky, and that's okay. It's important to know that a healthy human being is meant to feel all their emotions, not just the ones that feel good or are convenient. 
This is a feedback device. You can't turn off some. Those of you who attempted to numb yourself out to the negative emotions, quote unquote, bad emotions, have found that that also limits your ability to access joy and love and expansion. And that's because we can't turn off one without turning off all. This is a little warning that my coach self felt the need to stick in here for a moment. Please know that your emotions are never meant to be used as a measurement or benchmark of success. Your emotions by definition are purely subjective even to yourself. And so they are not meant to be a measurement of success. They are meant to be a feedback device as to your alignment with your path. If you've worked with me, you know that when I say, what's your goal? I want to feel happy. Great. How will you know? What will you be doing when you are happy? So do not use your emotions as benchmarks of success. They will lead you astray always. So I've mentioned that your emotions are meant to convey important information. They each tell you something important from your unconscious mind. So if each emotion is telling us something, then what are they telling us? So sadness. Sadness tends to make us slow down and, and kind of withdraw. And so sadness is telling you that there's been a loss and it's telling you that you need healing. How many of us give ourselves the gift of healing when we feel sad? And how many of us instead try to shame ourselves and tell ourselves that other people have it worse and we shouldn't feel sad because there's no reason to feel sad and we try to convince ourselves that it's stupid to feel sad. Sadness is letting you know that you need healing. Gift yourself the gift of healing when you feel sad. Fear and anxiety tends to make us get away and avoid things. It's communicating that there's a danger, there's a threat, and it's telling you that you need some safety. We'll talk more about anxiety in a moment as well. Shame. Shame and guilt, these two get mixed up all the time. So the difference between shame and guilt is this. Let's say I step on your foot. And I know I'm a good person and I know that I don't want to hurt people and I want to make amends. And so the guilt lets me know that I need to make amends. And so I say, hey, sorry, I stepped on your foot because I know I'm a good person and I don't want to step on people's feet and hurt them. Shame says I stepped on your foot. That must mean I'm a terrible, horrible person who likes to hurt people. That's shame. That doesn't serve any biological purpose. Shame is just the way to keep ourselves stuck. Shame is a big part of our shadow. Shame is a lot of what I work with. Anger. Anger is my favorite emotion. We'll go deeper into this in a second. But the reason I love anger is because it is the most important emotion that you have. So it tends to make us attack or assert ourselves. It's letting us know that something's not fair. Somehow we're being taken advantage of. We are giving too much or we're not receiving enough. And it tells us that we need a boundary. Boundaries are about where you are and where you are not. What is in your realm of control and what is outside of your realm of control, which means your boundaries are directly tied to your sense of self and your space and place in the universe. And since anger is the emotion that your unconscious mind uses to let you know when something's going on with your boundaries, that means that anger is directly tied to your sense of self and your space and place in the universe. It's also the very first emotion that we're taught to turn off, which is why so many of us get into hot water. 
So I want to talk to you about gestalts really quickly. And a gestalt is based on gestalt psychology, which originated with the work of Max Wertheimer. It's based on the idea that we look at the human mind as a whole. So it's all about finding patterns. So if I were to say to you, name five things that are blue, you can do that because your brain organized it somehow as blue. So you have, let's say, a blue gestalt. We have emotion gestalts. So every time you feel an emotion, it goes into this category. So, oh, I feel anger. This goes into my anger box. So a gestalt is basically a fancy word for an organizational system. And so if you imagine it like a string of pearls. So let's say you have this string and there's nothing on it yet. And you're going about your business as a little baby new to the world. And something happens when you feel an emotion and it doesn't fit into any other category. And so you start a whole new string and you get a little pearl on that string. And that's the first time you've ever felt that emotion. And then every time you feel anger, it kind of goes onto this string. It kind of goes into this pile. Now you don't remember every single time you ever felt anger or sadness, but you remember the big ones that stick out. We call these significant emotional events. These are the pins. These are those ones that we put that pin in because we're supposed to come back to, but we don't. And so we end up with this activated spot that is holding onto the energy of the emotions that hasn't been resolved yet. Now, in the branch of psychology under which I operate, your emotions and the gestalts are arranged in a hierarchy. And it goes like this. Anger's at the top, followed by sadness, followed by fear, followed by hurt, followed by guilt. So anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt. So let's say you're going along and something ticks you off, something affects your boundaries, somehow you realize that you're being taken advantage of and you feel anger. Only you don't let yourself feel anger because you're nice and you don't wanna do that. And you know what, they probably didn't mean it anyways and you justify it or you rationalize it or you do something to ignore your anger. Over time, the anger gestalt is gonna get very, very heavy with a lot of pins. And when that happens, it's gonna collapse down into sadness. And we call that depression. Depression is 100% of the time repressed anger. Now, let's say you're not allowed to show your sadness either. Let's say, you know, no one likes a Debbie Downer. You got to smile all the time. And so you ignore your sadness too. And then that collapses down into fear. And we call that anxiety. If you struggle with anxiety in your life, you're not anxious. You're pissed off. And you likely don't have very good boundaries on any of the realms now, if you're really lucky, all of your gestalts have completely collapsed down and the only emotion you really let yourself feel is guilt or worse, shame. And that's when life gets really lifey. And that's often when people reach out to me. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that your emotions are a sophisticated biofeedback mechanism that bridges the gap between your mental realm, between your physical realm, and technically from your spiritual realm as well. Your emotions are meant for you to do something. You're meant to listen to them and to find out what the wisdom is. And I want to stick a little thing in here. Stop asking, why am I feeling this? Because, of course, any question that starts with why is a thinky, thinky, mental realm question and will get you nowhere. I always joke that asking why is mental masturbation. Feels good, gets you nowhere. So stop asking, why am I feeling this? The answer, because you're human. That's why you're feeling that. Let's move on. Ask and said, what has this come to teach me about me? Your emotions contain so much wisdom within them. They are the whispers of your soul telling you things that are important. And often we have a disconnect between our mental realm and our emotional realm, so we can't get that information up. 
remember that ignoring your emotions will lead to a lot of pins and will lead to a journey of dealing with triggers, which, you know, it's a valid option, but it's not so fun. As always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Emotions are probably the scariest thing of all. You can have someone who is not afraid of anything else in the world, put them in a lion's den, but ask them to feel their sadness for a minute, and it takes us to our knees. Just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's really all that you need to do to get yourself forward. And of course, if you have any questions about any of the information from tonight or any other podcast, please know that you can always reach out to me at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. Yes. <laughs> um, so one thing actually, so this is interesting that this is what your is about tonight is emotions because um, one thing that keeps coming up to me is like, is there a difference between your feelings and your emotions? So that's an awesome question. It depends on how someone's using the definition. Some people use it as feelings and emotions are the same thing. In my world, emotions are your emotional states and feelings can be emotions or they can also be something like your Medicaid, your metaphysical kinesthetic, right? So your Medicaid is a feeling, but it is kind of more the feeling behind the feeling, but I would still describe it as a feeling, but it's not an emotion. So it kind of depends on the context of how you're using the lingo. Does that make sense? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. So awesome question. Thank you. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. Take control of your spiritual journey to attain a new level of understanding and connection to yourself and the people in your life. During our time in Circle Together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. Together, we'll learn how to cultivate our inner compass to enable us to walk our path with grace and ease. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after, I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle, C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.